0: I just had my daughter tell me, um, and I quote, don't worry, Dad. It's all good. Like, all right. Sure. Sure. It's, uh, it's all good. I feel like uh, we're having breakthroughs here in communication here inside the Poplin household. Welcome back in here on the Blitz 1170, streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app. We've got a snack for you in about 20 minutes. We've got John Holcomb in the 5 o'clock hour, Dusty Dvorak in the 5 o'clock hour as well. We'll obviously go inside of Bedlam and a variety of other things here. Then the TU Coaches Show comes up at 6 o'clock right here on the Blitz with uh, Eric Conkle and then Angie Nope to close out the 6 o'clock hour. Uh, over the weekend in college basketball, outside of Bedlam, as intensity starts to ramp up a bit here, as we get closer to conference tournaments and then the NCAA tournament, we had another incident, and – We've had multiple issues like this over the last several years to where this topic gets constantly brought back up over and over and over again, but now we've had a basketball player that suffered an injury as a result of storming the court, and this happened in the Duke Wake game in which Demon Deacon fans rush their home floor after they beat Duke, 83 to 79. So a fan runs into uh, Kyle Filipowski, who is the star for Duke, and he hobbles off of the court with help from his teammates, and it resulted in basically everyone with a microphone in front of their face this weekend shouting at everyone hey why haven't we done something about this yet are we going to do something about this here's what absolutely should change and then that's the chain reaction to where like we're we're so divided now like it ends up like weirdly falling along political lines and it's almost like you have to take the other side if you come from some outlets. Like, you see what the reaction is from the ESPN or the Foxes of the world, and you, then you have to go the other way. Where I literally listened to a dude today be like, well, I just know that if they were to take away Storm of the Court, uh, I, one, would be personally offended. Well, okay, that sounds like a hell of a reason to just keep it then because you're going to be personally offended by the fact that they were to take this away. Um, but Filipowski said, hey, this has got to change John Shire called for court storming to be banned. Steve Forbes, the Wake Forest coach, even agreed to this. Um, I've heard so many different examples, guys, from the, well, like, Tennessee welcomed this with what happened from the football where administration is paying for them um, to basically wreak havoc on the field afterwards. The AD, you could read his lips when the camera zoomed in on him and talking about how he'll pay the fine every single time. Um, This is been a problem for a while now and until they come up with whatever rule is in place to knock this out completely we're going to have more incidents like this and i i do tend to agree with those that say you know it's not even necessarily about the the pure joy of winning a moment this is almost just rushing the court to rush the court to get a viral moment to record yourself doing something that is not the norm that feels like that you're breaking the rules. It just seems like it's it's shifted a little bit back from the good old days of, of court storming. And more incidents that happen like this, I, I can go right down the list. All right, this happened here. Remember the Texas football player that blasted the girl that was caught on video? There were moments from Tennessee fans that they were doing stuff to Alabama players and vice versa, Alabama players doing something to the fans that were on the field. You are just opening the door for something bad to happen it happen here so what side are you guys on on when it comes to storming the court is this something that should continue or do there need to be some rules that actually have teeth in it to not allow something like this to continue
1: to happen i i think regardless of the take i think my my initial thought is all these people that want to outlaw it do something about it, right? Like, yes. This has been something that people have shouted about for a while now, but nobody takes any action, right? It's like, turn on the microphone, talk about how it needs to be outlawed, but nobody has any ideas on what to actually do or how to actually enforce that. Or, like, if you actually are that passionate about it, then come up with something and put the wheels in motion, right? Because nobody clearly is passionate enough. there to actually be any sort of, of change or even grassroots movement to create change in terms of, of court storming. Like, what do you want everybody to do? You think everybody needs to hire a hundred security guards to work every major college basketball game in the country? Like what, what do you want people to do?
0: Well, what's funny about it too, is that the people that that jump on and start raging about it they never call out their employer for the one that's helping perpetrate this right like jay billis and everyone that was on the morning shows this morning that's like hey you got to we got to outlaw this well what's the first thing that espn how many times have they replayed that like thousands of times i at, at one at and they one replay point, it every would,
1: time there's a court storming right
0: i would love them to just say hey i I know that I'm more than likely going to be silenced from someone at work, but we're not helping the problem either what the the general we inside of of the media they're they're not doing this you know football took a hard line approach with not showing streakers on the field anymore we We tend to uh praise like in a weird way the the court storming when it comes to media and i'm I'm not the hey I don't want to be the fun police right that's that's not what I'm saying like if everyone could behave themselves in a moment to when you're on the playing surface after the game is over, if we lived in a perfect society where no one would be willing to do anything to harm anyone and you're just there to celebrate in the moment, but that world just does not exist. So if you're opening the door for nefarious and bad things to happen because kids are dumb, they don't think about what actions are. They try to go up and, and, and you know, antagonize someone. It's like the dudes trying to fight Cam Newton this weekend. I'm like like Cam Newton's a big dude. Like what do you think was going to happen when you, you tried to start a fight with Cam Newton? Like, what do you think happens if you try to start something with a football or basketball player that is a trained athlete in that moment? Like, typically not good things. So, I'm like you. If it's going to happen, it should be addressed, and it should be addressed from the governing body, not just from talking heads on TV. And it's clearly that we can. It, It's clear to me, anyway, that we can talk about it as much as we want, but until someone actually decides to do something that's going to stick with a form of punishment, nothing's going to change because fines aren't working. Fines aren't working because you know why? It doesn't come out of the pocket of the people that are actually running on to to the court or to the field at that point. So I I hate to be the one that's like, well, got to have some stricter rules on someone because I want college. College should be – about experiencing things and having fun in moments like this. But we just have proven that we can't really handle ourselves when we do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I'm I'm not for players getting injured or any of that. I just, you know, it doesn't strike me, I guess, in a way where I've spent the last two days, like, thinking about what punishments should be, right? Like, I'm not going to come yes. on here and talk about how crazy it is that, court storming still happen and be that guy, because I'm not going to do that while also not like trying to think of some way to, to ultimately change it. And it hasn't moved me in a way to think about some way to change it. And, you know, sometimes I think, and, and I'm not saying this is that example, sometimes in sports, bad things happen, unfortunately, and then w- immediately we want to just change everything, right? So that that never happens again. I don't think this is a one-off necessarily because there have been multiple of these situations where, you know, different things have happened. But I've been inside arenas, as I know you guys have, and I've been at football stadiums where people rush the field or rush the court. Yes. And the reality is, even with a ton of security people, you're oh, not yeah. stopping that from happening. No. So, like, what? what is the realistic conversation we have
0: yeah i don't know do we go azteca and build a moat around every every playing surface do we put up a giant cage (laughs) some sharks with laser beams on their heads like what what are we doing we got some razor wire that we're throwing out there i yeah i i don't know and i i tend to agree with this anonymous power five administrator that said that more people can be heard, including staff, by trying to stop a storm than trying than just trying to manage it. And we've the video that got released from when it happened with Tennessee. Remember the security guard? Remember that guy, Mister Tough Guy, that that yeah, ended the up like the hip, girl. Ch- hip checking the girl. That's the type of people that we hire to end up trying to maintain the peace. Like those people aren't there to maintain the peace. There's a lot of those people that are just there to include themselves in the carnage that's happening. Oh, here's an opportunity for me to take a free shot at someone. Is and remember that really all the criticism he in got that moment.
1: Yes, and he should have. Like, well, i agreed. But like my point is, people are going to criticize whether it's not stopped or it's it's attempted to be stopped. Right? Like there's. There's no way where everybody walks away from I think this specific situation happy. There's and there's no fix to it. So why why isn't this more of a problem in the NBA?
0: Why do well, we have poor storms in the you're, NBA? I think you're
1: talking about. The price of tickets and the consumers being All right. completely different people, right? Yeah, you, don't, mean, have an,
2: kids. you don't have an overhyped college uh, student section right there on the floor right. of, in the NBA game.
0: No, nah, but I've been around a dude, though, that uh, he would have fit
1: right in. I think I've been around multiples of those at that time. Well, and part of it is tradition, right? People do it because that's what they've always done. I'm going to start it in the NBA. The next
0: time Wimby has a triple-double, and I'm there, I'm gonna rush the floor. Yeah. And I'll be the and, and I'll be the one guy. Because no one else will come with me.
1: It's powers and numbers. I mean to sit to sit close enough to even make that attempt in the NBA that's a lot of money <laughs> to spend <laughs> yes. on those tickets. Right? Yeah, it and is. Yep. you're probably gonna be banned from the arena for something like that. So who's in the terms of this conversation
0: that's happening nationally, and i you can skim down the story from, if, from every outlet, and it's here's a comment from even Kim Mulkey. Here's a comment from this commissioner. Here's a comment from this coach. Here's a comment from this player. I've asked this question about college football before. Do any of the freaking coaches have any like legitimate power here at all? Like, if it's so bad and everyone's so against it, like, at what point do the coaches and the coaches' union and everything else that that comes along with that, do they just put their foot down and be like, no, like, this needs to change? Like, if everything's so bad, I never see them flex any of their real muscle,
1: any of their – put their foot down. Uh, Who's to say, though, that, that like – the coaches don't say that, and it's taken seriously, but it's met with, okay, what's your solution? And then that's the end of the conversation. That's probably it. Like, yeah. here, here's
0: Bruce Pearl. I was like, man, it's just too dangerous right now. I think we got to find a way, a different way to celebrate.
1: Right. Like, I, 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 you're not wrong if you think that, but what are we doing here? Like, okay, like, it, what happened was wrong. So we just, we can all agree that – that that was wrong, but nobody has any clue realistically, right? Like, cause I hate the, well, just hire more security people. Like, a, that's not going to stop it. Well, B. Yes. Every college basketball program just has money to, you know, hire like triple its security staff or, you know, just the different things that, that people throw out there. So here's another question
0: that I was thinking about earlier today. Is this legitimately a problem? In the times that the court is rushed in celebration, or the field is rushed in celebration, I know you can point to this one with the the Duke player, but I'll use Zach Eadie as the other one. As he gets set for his next great failure with Purdue in the NCAA tournament, but before we even get to that, he said that in the 11 losses that he has suffered in the regular season at Purdue – Ten of them have resulted in rushing the court. Yeah. So is it is it a a legitimate problem where we have injuries that happen? And I'm I'm sure like Oklahoma State, right? With knocking down the goalposts and everything else, the goalposts falling on people, so someone getting trampled. That's the thing that I get more nervous about than anything is someone falling and getting trampled. We've seen it at concerts. I can't believe we haven't had something even worse happen in football. But I I just I wonder if is this a legit problem that we have or is it just kind of we're prisoners of the moment when
1: something happens like this? Like this wasn't a one off. Things have happened before. But I think if you were to legitimately look at the number of court stormings every year and also and and we could include field rush right into that as well. Like, the the incidents versus the opportunities for incidents to occur, I I think that number is very, very small. Right? I mean, court stormings happen all the time in college basketball. Every program that has nothing to be excited about just (laughs) looks for one opportunity in the year to rush the court, right? Yes. I mean, there was a point where I think doing this job – the conversation about court stormings was it needs to stop because it's happening too much and it doesn't mean it's not it's not cool anymore. Doesn't like it there was a point where it was something that was really amazing.
0: By the way, uh, Michael Pigantor is correct. Court storming in the NBA. Ask Ron Artest about that. Yeah, it's a good point. That's a good point. And with my court storming, the thing is, I could get like ten feet away from Wimby and he could still land a jab on me if I even got close to him. Even though I don't think he's packing very much power. I mean, I love my man, but he just doesn't look like he'd have much sting
1: on his jab Yeah, no, he's got got nothing for you. Yeah, he'd have to outpoint me. That's that's what he'd have to do. I mean, do you guys think in the grand scheme of things this is a problem? Uh, That's a tough one to answer for
0: me because if someone gets hurt, then it's a problem. I just don't know what the what the real numbers on that, and I, I I just every year I say it, I'm like, we're going to have something really, really bad happen.
1: It just hasn't happened yet, uh, and I don't even know what that, I think it's that dangerous means. because the opportunity for something bad to happen is there, but in terms of the percentage of times it actually does become problematic, that's probably a relatively low percentage. And I guess the ultimate answer comes all the way back around to what is there that you can do?
0: Well, are we gonna hit a button after the game is over where up out of the floor does raise up the giant netting to where no one can can get there. Like I I, I don't know. Do we surround it with plexiglass the way that we do with hockey? Like I I I have no idea. I have the I PA guy request what...
1: that nobody rush the court.
0: Yeah. Yes, please, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please stay in your kindly, seat. The kindly, kindly University of uh, Middle Tennessee does not allow anyone on the floor afterwards. I, yeah, I, I don't know. It It's clear, like, money, and then everyone says the same thing, like, make them pay financially for it and also arrest them. Like, all right, so are we going to have enough officers in the building to arrest every single person that was on the floor? Are we then going to go... New York Knicks on people and start identifying through camera angles about who was involved in this. Are students going to be expelled? Are students going to be suspended? Do you have to pay a certain fine like your parking tickets before you pick up your your diploma? Like how how does that how does that look? I don't know. It, it may truly be one of those things that in its current state, the way that we celebrate and watch and enjoy sports, there just might not be an answer for it. It's not as yeah, simple as putting up more netting like Major League Baseball did or even Minor League Parks did.
1: I, I, listen, I've seen people try answer. and rush, rush playing surfaces, and I don't think netting is going to hold 100% of the time. That's why you make it made out of tiny, thin razor wire and to put
0: <laughs> electrodes on it, too. Great. I, I, I want to see them light up and their skeleton through their skin like
1: cartoons. Maybe when, when, you, when you go through security on your way into the arena, they give you a shock collar. There you go. Yeah. And if you exactly. are a perpetrator, well, they hit the button on your seat number.
0: Well, I Shock. mean, everyone that's everyone that's had the COVID shot anyway, the microchip that's floating around. Maybe they just you know punch in a code, and they don't allow you to go past a certain floor on the floor. Uh, there you on go. The floor.
1: There's that. There you go.
0: Scott, is there is there any way to fix this? Are I, we missing anything? I don't.
2: I don't. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, I mean, I understand like how dangerous it is because I I got shoved down and almost trampled covering a game and got caught in a court storming. So Ooh, like what game? It was the OSU-Kansas game. This was a while back, and uh, it was right at the buzzer, and I got shoved down as I was trying to stand up, and I almost got trampled. So, like, I understand the danger, but, like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how you stop it. Like, like there's – even if you, like, line the fl- the entire corridor of the floor with security people, they're still just going to get run over. So, like, I, I don't know what what the answer would be. I don't know how you fix it.
0: Yeah, without completely changing
1: the dynamic of how you enjoy sport.
2: Play in a cage like they used to yeah, back it, in the is day. Is it reasonable exactly right. that
1: every college arena has is, is going to have to like quadruple their security to get that amount of, of security officers even to outline the floor?
0: Maybe you just ramp it like up if when they there's played, a big opponent
1: in town. If it was like college football and you played like six home games a year, then you know maybe that's more doable, but... That seems that seems very unreasonable to me. Yes.
0: I didn't listen to all of Jay Billis cuz quite frankly I just can't sometimes. <laughs> I, I
1: I don't know where I'm at on the hit miss with Jay. But um you don't you don't like The Godfather of Basketball? I, I, <laughs>
0: So did anyone else listen to Jay's full-on, full-on rancy? I just had someone text me and goes, how about just follow the
1: rules? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. How about just follow the rules? I mean, if that was the case, we wouldn't need prisons, right? Uh, Exactly. Exactly. If that was the case, we wouldn't need extra
0: officers to set up speed traps everywhere. Following the rules of the road, yeah. I, I don't I I I know sometimes simplistic in its nature just to say that, but uh, easier said than done. My point was I don't know. I didn't listen to all of Jay Billis saying, "Hey, this is this is what we do." He's from what I understand, he's just saying that it it needs to be stopped, right?
1: Yeah, that, that's what I heard. I, but okay, like you, I I haven't heard his entire monologue. I guess. Yeah, Scott, did you listen to all of Jay Billis?
2: No, I didn't listen to a second of Jay Billis, so no. I,
0: I heard him say fans don't agree, don't belong on the court. Well, oh, yeah, all right, but what are we going to do to stop that? <laughs> uh, all right, I think we're all on the same page on this. Um, Apparently
1: he's Art. quoted as saying if they wanted to stop it, they could stop it tomorrow. Okay, well, what does that How? mean? How? How? What does that mean? You're all detained and give them all citations or arrest them.
2: Okay, how?
0: Yeah, like if if, you're, if you can find a way in this world that we live in that there is not enough funding for half of the stuff that we do now, like then okay. All right. If if a university wants to take that upon themselves and do that and work something out, and that's what your response wants to be, okay, but it just that doesn't seem practical. Right. We can't even we can't even pay educators, and don't even get me started on how athletic departments spend money. Because if you just leave it up to the <laughs> athletic department, then hell, they might not have any security guards ever.
1: Because they're always on the up and up. we need our with best the way crime spin. fighters in this country. Well, I got to figure it out right like now. Analyzing surveillance video of of who was on the floor, so you can you know go back and look up their addresses and find them, and
2: just get facial get recognition and, software. I, yeah, I just, I just there you figured go. it
1: out, guys. I just figured it
0: out right now. You take all the current security guards that we have now, and you give them throwing stars. Boom! There you go. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Arm. Every single security guard with throwing stars, and if anyone steps foot on that court, you put one right in their neck. <laughs> and a that'll butterfly knife in case they miss. That, that'll that teach them. And if you don't want to cause real harm, you just right in a butt cheek. Boom, right there, throwing star, right in your butt. All right, we'll take a timeout. It's 438 here on the Blitz 1170. Scott clipped that where I said throwing star right in your butt because, I don't know, that's just <laughs> fun. I feel like I need that on the T-shirt. Here's a throwing star right in your butt. Uh, we are streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app, as always, coming to you live from the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studios. By the way, big week for the Oilers. We'll tell you more about that as we inch closer to their event they have coming up, I believe, on Thursday of this week uh, here on your home for Tulsa Oilers football, which is just right around the corner, getting their season started in the month of March right here on the Blitz 1170.